0: This is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You will hear Jay Delsing, Golf with Jay Delsing, on Sunday morning at 9 here on 101 ESPN. Jay joins us every Friday. Getting ready for the golf weekend. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good. You guys got your golf on? Oh, yeah. We're ready. I, I tell you what, I was telling uh, Brooke and Carrie, I, I love this leaderboard. I, I love the guys at the top. I think that it really has a chance to be a fantastic weekend. What, what do you think of the group that's at the top right now?
1: Oh, my gosh. I, you know, I don't recall ever seeing... I'm trying to think of a major championship that was so full of birdies. You know, I, it was... It, it was. Um, I, I, you know, you, you turn on a, a major championship, especially a U.S. Open, and you expect to see some blood. And um, yesterday was just uh, six, two 62s on a day and a week where Johnny Miller, who, who used to have the low round in a major championship at 63, was honored for, with the Bobby Jones Award. And to have Ricky Fowler and Xander Shopley go out in the morning and shoot 62 was pretty amazing.
2: Hey, Jay, we were uh, playing golf at Top Golf the other day for uh, Wainwright's Big League Impact charity event, and I noticed that there were a lot of left-handed swinging baseball players swinging golf clubs right-handed. It, it freaked me out. I was uncomfortable with it. I didn't understand it. My brain couldn't process it. Is that something that you've seen before from, from lefties that actually play golf right-handed? Is it because there aren't enough clubs, left-handed clubs growing up, or they just don't want to mess up their, their swing?
1: Uh, you know what, Kerry? I think baseball players in general, are, and, and I hope I get a few texts after this, to just be, <laughs> are just are going to be confused because my dad, who was a right-handed thrower and and wrote right-handed, he hit base, baseballs left-handed. He played golf, swinging left-handed, but putted right-handed. So. <sighs> I've grown up with that kind of madness. I don't know any different. I used to, you know, guys, we drive the cart when i play with my dad, and and I would just irritate him because I'd, I'd, I'd park the cart really close to the ball so he couldn't get in there left-handed to hit it. i go, Dad, just hit it right-handed. I know you can't.
0: Oh, man. That's funny. Jay, you were talking about Ricky Fowler, and he is at the top of the leaderboard right now. Early on in his career, especially when he first turned pro in 2009, he was kind of branded as one of sport's next young stars, and he's come close to winning majors, and he's yet to add one to his resume. Do you think he's going to get closer to that?
1: Boy, I, I, I'm a huge fan, and you know, Ricky's won the Players' Championship, which is not a small event, but it is it's probably one rung underneath the major The majors level, but I got to tell you guys, there's a name on that leaderboard that scares me and would scare both of those guys, and it's Dustin Johnson. He um, he just has the perfect demeanor to go out and play a U.S. Open course, and with the fairways averaging 43 yards wide, this is a guy that can completely dismantle a golf course with his driver. So, as as much as I'm pulling for rookie and and Xander because I'm a huge Xander Shoffley fan. Um, Dustin Johnson is is the guy I'd, I'd really be watching.
0: Hey Jay, there's a great piece at The Athletic by Brody Miller. Let me read you the first paragraph here about L.A. Country Club. It starts, there was nothing but oil fields and dirt roads around it, just a golf course seemingly built in plain sight, but destined to be hidden. Soon the buildings went up and the people came in and it was surrounded. Los Angeles became a metropolis, Beverly Hills became the center of the stars, and in the middle of of it all was a course nobody could enter. Few ever got to see it, entertainers included. Shielded from the public and certainly from minorities, Los Angeles Country Club sunk into the margin of golf as the greatest course the world didn't get to know they turned away the usga time after time for nearly a hundred years the closest that ever came to opening these doors was a vote to host the 1986 us open with factions pleading for this to be lacc's public moment it was voted down five votes to four how aware has the golf industry been of la country club
1: so oh, i think totally unaware i mean they have flown under the radar. I got to tell you guys, I, as uh, when we were at the UCLA team, we got to go to LA North and play all the time. And I had no idea what we were getting to experience. But, but there were some things like one of the first signs you, you used to see when you drove into the gates were ladies parking lot. There was a take a hard left. I know you love that Brooke. Um, (laughs) There, there, there also women had to wear long skirts all the way down to their ankles to play golf there if if they could play golf there and it was just one of these places that nobody ever went to when i was um um i i I remember as a freshman going over there and i saw a, a consulate car i think from mexico get shot at least a thousand times and two people killed right at wilshire boulevard and and i think it's Doheny right there i so it, it, it there's such mystique around la north and la country club and then you had the playboy mansion in there and and hugh hefner and and all of his crazy and 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 only in la just mm-hmm. some place like that that it's massive it's a massive collection of land you guys only in la does something like that sit there and go unnoticed i mean i think aaron spelling the guy that used to um produce a bunch of the crazy tv shows had a house there that was you know twice as big as my high school you know (laughs) and i'm like what what in the hell is that they're like oh yeah that's aaron spellings you know he did he was a producer of some tv shows and things like that and and, and then no one ever got to play in there. Their guest fee is, is extremely um, limited. I'll tell you a fun story. Fred Couples tried for years to get in there and kept getting turned down. And, and one time he came back, and, and I was playing with him, and I said, did you get in? And he said, no, nah, I didn't get in. And I said, what was it like? He goes, well, I had to go in for my personal interview, and I was sitting in front of five men that were somewhere between 60 and 80 years old, and they asked me what I did for a living.
0: Oh man! It's Fred wow. Couples. Wow. <laughs> they had no idea. They had no idea who
1: Fred Couples was, and he was a Masters champion.
2: That's ridiculous. Wow,
0: <laughs> that is deflating.
2: <laughs> Jay, we were talking about uh, PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan last week, and he fell ill a couple of days ago. Is he? Uh, is he? Is this his? His? I mean, when we saw him, I definitely thought that he didn't look well. Obviously, dealing with all of the the live and PGA discussions, is this his? Uh, it, I thought it would be six months. You said three. months. Is this going to be much sooner than, than both of us thought?
1: Boy, guys, I don't know. I have reached out to a lot of players and a, and a couple of other friends that are in the know, and no one knows the extent of this illness other than, man, it's stress and anxiety. When he answered that, or tried to not answer those questions on CNBC, our commissioner looked like he, he was A, going to start trying, B, going to pass out. Mm-hmm. I've never seen. A public figure that's used to speaking in front of you know millions on TV and thousands in person looks so bad, so disoriented, and so out of it. And you know, guys, this this has been one of the wildest weeks ever in the history of the PGA Tour. And it's the, the, everything I read and everything I find out that none of this is going to be settled soon. And J- Jay Monahan is probably under the cover somewhere. I, I hope it's not serious because I actually really do like him as a person. But, man, I, I am I am not a fan right now of the things he did. I don't like how he did it. I don't like how he's made us look. And uh, there's a lot of answers that still got to come out of the
0: PGA Tour camp for me. Jay Delsing, what do you have for a Father's Day edition of Golf with Jay Delsing on Sunday?
1: We got the great Nick Ragone, who, you know, you guys, without Nick, And without Ascension, we wouldn't have the Ascension Charity Classic. And so uh, Danny Mack and I talked to him, and he talked about Tiger playing the Champions Tour guys. And I I really am truly coming around to the thought that in less than three years, we're going to see Tiger Woods up in North County. And, I mean, that would be – I mean, we got to start hiring security guards now. (laughs) It would be so much fun. And what – what a lift. Guys, what would that do to the champ? It would be, it would be crazy.
0: Oh, man, it would be amazing. We're well, we'll look, looking forward to that on Sunday morning. Jay, have a happy Father's Day this weekend. Thanks for the time, as always. And we'll talk to you next week.
1: My pleasure, guys. Happy Father's Day to you, too, you too Kerry. Thank you. Thank
0: you. That's Jay Delsing with us on 101 ESPN.